Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Executive Code Podcast. I have a favor to ask. If you enjoy these podcasts, whether it be on YouTube or whether it be on your favorite podcast channel, how about writing a review for us or giving us a high star rating? And the reason why I ask is because the more reviews that we get and the more star ratings that we get, the more the actual podcast reaches more and more people. And my whole purpose and focus for this particular podcast is to help and support as many people as we possibly can. So in order to do that and achieve that, part of that is actually getting people to review and give a couple of star ratings in relation to on their favorite podcast channel. So that's my favorite that I want to ask. If you find these podcast episodes helpful for you, that will be great support for ourselves in what we're doing. As I said, you can listen to our podcast on any of your favorite podcast channels, or you can watch it on YouTube. If you want to find the links, the links are in our show notes, and you can always go to our website, paulwilliamdavis.com, and all the links are there, as well as other resources to our community and so on. So I'm joined here with Nicole, and Nicole has more questions to ask, all on the subject of personal mastery. Again, it's all about helping you as our listeners. So Nicole, what have you got for us this week? Hello, Paul. So in one of your earliest episodes, uh, I think it was episode 20, you talk about how our emotions rule our behavior. And in our previous episode, we discussed emotional triggers. My question is, what happens when we dissolve our emotional triggers? How do we then feel or think? Okay, okay, good. How you feel, once the trigger is dissolved, well, how you feel is actually an element of joy. So let me explain that. When somebody is reacts to something, that's an emotional trigger. So let's just say somebody does a particular behavior or there's something about particular individuals, like for, for example, behavior or traits that somebody does, and we react to particular circumstances, events, or um, the things that some people do. And what actually happens is that emotional trigger will give us emotions typically along the lines of either anger or frustration or annoyance in or some what people perceive as being a negative emotion in that particular moment. And that emotion can actually last for quite a long time. Sometimes it's, it's a couple of hours. For other people, it literally has for a couple of days, weeks, if not months. And all we're doing is we're allowing that emotion to control everything that we have in our life, as in how we feel and how we respond. So when something is triggered within ourselves, they're the kind of emotions that we actually feel. When we dissolve a trigger, and funny enough, in the last few months, what we've been doing in the executive lounge is actually working on and bringing people through a process of dissolving emotional triggers. So when you've dissolved your emotional trigger, now you actually have a sense of joy. And in some respects, like when, when I see it, I actually get a smile on my face because I can still see the same behavior happening or the same kind of events showing up. But I actually, what comes over me is actually a smile on my face. And what that really is, is kind of supposed to signaling is that you've gotten to a point of love, which is seen both sides. You've gotten to a point of love or a state of grace around that aspect of what actually shows up in our life. What, what everybody needs to understand is that our emotions are there and our feelings are there as feedback for ourselves. So when we're being triggered, it's actually a signal for ourselves that there's a part of us that we don't actually own. Now, if people want to work on self-worth, for example, 
well, then one of the ways of working on self-worth is looking at what are your emotional triggers, dissolving the emotional triggers, and now you're becoming more whole because you're owning that part of yourself within yourself. And by owning all parts of you, what you're actually doing is you're increasing your self-worth. So in answer to, I suppose, a very quick answer to your question, Nicole, is how do you feel after the emotional triggers dissolve? You actually feel joy. It's, as I said, I, I get a smile on my face. You get to a point of having fun with it because you can actually see the same behavior showing up, but you don't react to it. And therefore, you're no longer judgmental about what's actually showing up. When you're getting triggered, what you're actually doing is you're judging somebody else. And as soon as you've dissolved the emotion trigger, and once you know that you've dissolved the emotion trigger, you don't have that judgment anymore because you can actually see the perfection in the actual trigger itself. And ultimately, what you're doing is you actually feel more whole because you're building your self-worth, as I said. I like how you mentioned um, emotions, um, you know, address feedback. So instead of letting them control us, we should just see them as sort of an indication and feel them, but let them pass us by so not react to them, you know, on impulse, especially. So can we use this uh, feeling of joy as, you know, definite proof that the trigger has actually been dissolved or could it be something else? Um, is it something that we've never felt before, the sense of joy? different from, you know, say, getting a new house, that type of joy? Yeah, it's a, good, it's a good question. I think it's perhaps a different type of joy, but it is a, how would I say, it's a fun joy. It's the only best way I can actually describe it. It's actually, you, you, you see it happening, but you're not reacting to it. And you don't have that judgment anymore. You're actually just, you, you can see the perfection in it, and therefore you just have that... Again, the only word I can think of is you just have that sense of joy when you actually see it happening. Now, the other thing is those events show up less in your life. So if let me explain that. If you're being triggered by an event or by somebody or something, ultimately, and I recorded a podcast episode and I said to it, the title on the podcast episode was We're All Mirrors. So people are in our lives in order for us to learn different lessons and to learn and to own parts of ourselves that we don't actually fully own. So when we've dissolved the trigger, it means indirectly what we've done is we've actually, we, we, we can see that within ourselves and we would become more whole. And therefore, there's less reason for events to show up in our life in order for us to learn what we're due to learn about us. You follow what I mean? So it's a case of once we've learned the lesson, well, then less and less of those events have to show up in our life. The universe works in absolute perfection. So those events don't have to show up in our life as much going forward in order for us to learn the lesson. And secondly, because we've dissolved it, when we do actually see those events happening with other people or other circumstances, we actually don't, we don't respond or we don't react from the perspective of those negative emotions. We, it's actually a, a sense of, it's, how to say, it's, you look at it with a sense of joy, a sense of interest, and actually just, just in, in some respects, a sense of, when I say a state of grace, it's, it's, it's in awe of the actual perfection of the universe when you look at it from a much, much bigger perspective. But the only thing, like, let me put it this way, you, you have more positive emotions than you do have in terms of 
negative emotions as a, as a result of a trigger to, to um, something that shows up in your life. So everyone in our life, um, you know, whether they're already in our life or they're, they show up in our lives, they, you're basically saying that they're a mirror and they teach us what we don't know about ourselves, a part that we don't actually have under control yet. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons why people will be in our life. And there's a lot of reasons why people will show up in our life. So for example, you'll see this when couples come together, whereby there will be, for example, in the first period, let's call it the honeymoon period, because everybody's getting on well together. They absolutely love each other. They're infatuated by each other and so on. And that's what I refer to as the honeymoon period. And they don't see any of the faults within the, 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 the other individual. But over time, what actually happens is then they actually start to see some of those elements or some of those behavior or the traits within the other individual that they now start to begin to annoy them. And now that's where the triggers start to kick in. So they start to have that annoyance, that frustration, that anger in some respects, and then they react to the behavior or the traits that the other individual is actually displaying. So those individuals, in, in those circumstances, it's actually a mirror back to ourselves to say, there's part of us that we do not own. And therefore, rather than reacting to somebody's behavior and somebody's traits, it's actually taken and said, it's, it's, it's learning what it is that we actually need to learn for ourselves, owning those traits and being whole within ourselves. And ultimately, it's going through a process of dissolving those, those emotional triggers. And therefore, now we actually see the perfection of it. So that's how it shows up, with, with, especially in, in couples. I've come across couples where they've either gone through either separation or divorce and they meet another partner or whatever it be and so on. And then when I ask them particular questions, they can actually start to see that the, the, the traits or the behavior that they had with the previous partner now starts to show up with the second or the third partner that they're with. And ultimately, it's, it's traits or behavior that they haven't owned within themselves. And that will continue on until such times they own them. But that applies also wherever you get to know a person better and better, whether it's in a workplace or socially, right? It can happen in all different circumstances. So it can be personal relationships. It can happen absolutely with other, say, staff members or employees. It can happen um, literally a, a random person walking down the street um, whereby they, they do a particular behavior and you react to that behavior. You, you're Ultimately, you're reacting to the trait within that individual that you're not seeing actually and recognize within yourself. So it can happen with, with anybody that you come across. You could be even watching television and see it in, in somebody that's presenting the news. You, you can react to the individual that's presenting the news just by something that they're actually doing. And so it goes back to dissolving your personal emotional trigger, because if you don't do that, then you're going to be repeating the same mistake yeah. just with different people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so as, as I mentioned before, we, we, we talked on, on previous episodes whereby there's, it, it's, it's been calculated as 4,628 traits. So if you want, you can start to work on, okay, so start to own every single one of those traits. Because if you want to build your self-worth, ultimately what you want to do is start to own as many of those traits as possible. And therefore, the more traits that you own, ultimately what you're doing is you're dissolving them, but you own them within yourself. And therefore, you're no longer reacting to any of those circumstances that show up in your life. So you get to a point whereby you actually go through life much more smoothly because you're no longer judging and you're no longer reacting to people. So those circumstances don't have to show up in your life as much. The people you're no longer reacting 
to either events or people that show up in your life. So you actually go through life just much, much more smoothly. As I refer, I suppose, for, for, for people that I work with in, in, the, in the community, will be along the lines of it's, it's where your genius pendulum comes into equilibrium. Because now you're going through life in equilibrium. By judging and by reacting and having those emotional responses, ultimately what you're doing is you're forcing or your, your genius pendulum is moving out of equilibrium. And by as soon as your genius pendulum is out of equilibrium, now that's when life starts to become a little bit more difficult for people. So that sounds like the best way we can possibly live, Paul. It is ultimately, yeah. So look at emotional triggers as being it's parts of yourself that you want to own. And therefore, the more you dissolve your emotional triggers, the easier your life is going to be. So perfect. So that's emotional triggers. If you want to find out more about emotional triggers, and as I mentioned earlier on, we've actually been working on dissolving emotional triggers in, for our members within the executive lounge. Um, all you need to do is go over to our website, paulwilliamdavis.com. You'll see the link to our community there. It's called the Executive Code. If you go to the community, join. It's, it's, it's completely free. And then within the community, we have a few different areas that you can be part of in order to learn more about personal mastery or business mastery. All the links are in our show notes and we look forward to seeing you in the community. Until next time, I wish you every success.